Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. I messed the art of fighting but I know how to fight. You have found it. This is You Have Offended This Podcast, and we watch martial arts movies. My name is Mike McCarran, and with the man who is nigh invulnerable to bladed weapons, much like the toad, Chad Lindsay. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> yeah, that's going be the worst name on the foot. Yeah, I'm the fucking toad, but I think the toad had the best power and the worst name. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The toad has the best power and undoubtedly the worst name. Like, you're the, you're the fucking toad, really? Like a toad. But nothing can hurt this guy. Yeah. It's like when Lando Griffin was teaching the kids at the high school to not lick Toad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right? If you don't know what we're talking about, this week on the podcast, we are going through the movie The Five Deadly Venoms, a.k.a. The Five Venoms, uh, from 1978, a Hong Kong classic of the kung fu genre, which uh, I actually hadn't seen before, and I don't think you had either, right? No, I hadn't seen it either, and... You know, this podcast has been kind of cool for me to really kind of expand my martial arts films. Because, to be honest, I love martial arts films, but I mostly watched the Western martial arts films of the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And really didn't get to experience other subgenres, I guess. And, of course, you know, this being kind of the granddaddy of... uh, Kung Fu films. It's been fun for me to go in there again. I'm, I'm a little bit more for the cop or the guy out getting revenge than the the ancient schools and the wire work. And that's no disrespect to it. It's just kind of not my subgenre. But at the very least, I can go in and watch and enjoy and appreciate yep. these movies for what they are. Yeah, no, I'm the exact same way because when I got into martial arts movies, it would have been in the '80s, and that was right for us, right when the big ninja boom came up so we got a billion ninja movies so i mean i came up watching all of those crap 80s ninja movies like pray for death and revenge of the ninja and all the shokazuki movies like they were awesome and they were cheesy in the same kind of way that this was but because it was the 80s it was very they wanted to bring ninjas into the modern world which is why you always get you know enter the ninja with with franco nero in the white suit going in a fucking office building and yeah. darting people in the neck and shit, yeah. right? So I think I think that I'm used to that, and that's that's my wheelhouse. I like cities and ninjas and stuff like that. And that's one of the reasons why, like, a, a low-budget one like New York Ninja kind of hit so hard for me because it was fun as shit because this weird-ass ninja is in the middle of New York City. It's really good. I enjoy it. Yeah, that. like going into... Um... Uh, Miami Connection and New York Ninja. It's like, hey, we know you love all these 80s martial arts films. Here's two <laughs> that nobody has seen. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just like nobody's seen these. We're just going to bring these bad boys to life for you. And going going in there is just a ton of fun. Absolutely. So what we're hitting this week, yeah, the Five Venoms. This is a, a sort of, like you said, a classic of the Kung Fu genre. This is, I I didn't know if you know this, I didn't know this at all, but this is what Quentin based the Deadly Viper Assassination Squad on, is these five dudes. I didn't know that, but I was going to bring it up because it's... 
it's pretty uh it's pretty dope i was like oh my god this is like the deadly viper assassination squad yeah this is what he broke he based it on overall overall this one wouldn't be something that i would be like oh my god that's amazing because there's not for me and again this is the subjective part when they're not doing the kung fu because this isn't a traditional kung fu movie so they're like okay we're going to do something a little bit different it's almost like a police procedural uh mystery like we have kind of a cool opening and then we have this long kind of detective section of the film yeah but dude the goddamn opening is the shit i fucking love the opening it's 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 pretty cool eh with all the introduction of the different venoms and they've got their cool little kabuki-looking masks on with their little animals on the forehead, <laughs> which was pretty cool. I loved it. Yeah, so we have the teacher kind of explaining to his one student that over the years he has trained five different people in the deadly venoms. And while he's explaining it, he's flashing to each of the students and you've got the lizard, you've got the toad, you've got the scorpion... You've got the snake, and what's the last the scorpion? One? I believe the toad. Okay, toad, scorpion, snake, uh, lizard, and what's the fifth? Um, centipede. Remember centipede. The, the guy yeah, that the kicks centipede, so many fucking right. plates, it looks like he's fallen out of a Chinese yeah. opera. Dude, <laughs> that was really great. Like I fucking loved it, and he's basically explaining how each one of these guys would come to train, and they would only he would only train one at a time, and they wore a mask to hide their identity. And while they're doing this, they're showing these guys training, and these guys all came up together in the Peking Opera yep. School. And they all have different powers. Of Each of the Venoms has a different power. And they've got different lighting. Like the Toad has got like green lighting and Centipede has got red lighting. And they're shooting like high frame rate. It's really well done. Like I, I will give credit where credit's due because there's parts of this film I yeah. don't like. This I thought was fantastic. Yeah, if the movie had maintained that pace and we just saw these five different dudes spread out across whatever province of China they're in, and just whoop all ass in different places, I would have been totally in. This wasn't, again, it wasn't one of my favorites because of what you just described, and um, this isn't my wheelhouse. But that opening was very cool. I liked showing the the centipede guy kick all the plates, and uh, the, the mm. snake guy with the little snake on his forehead with his little, you know, two-finger, you know, fangs. Whap, they're just snapping into clay pots and shit yeah. like that. And the snake person going under the ladder and breaking all the rungs off and shit. That yeah. was cool. The lizard yeah. guy literally standing on the wall and striking so hard he's blowing candles out and shit. <laughs> like, it was cool, man. It was it was, it was a neat opening. Uh, the master there explaining to his students sitting in his little liquid nitrogen bath or whatever the hell he's in trying to get better yeah. as he's yeah. dying. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but he's got his long-haired, very 1970s beautiful student explaining to him what's happening and you have to go find these guys and if they're evil you have to kill them and if they're not evil you have to kind of team up with them to try to get rid of any of them that have gone down the bad path or whatever he says yeah so basically he has trained six people you know the six being his current student and he trained them in the five deadly venoms and the townspeople hate his ass for doing (laughs) so and he's like he's like well 
I don't even know if they're good or evil. Uh, I don't even know who these motherfuckers are. They don't know each other. <laughs> They've always trained in secret. But I got a nagging feeling that this town is a wild hair up their ass about what I've done. So I didn't train you in one style. I trained you in all five, a little bit of all five. And he continually says, you are no match for any of these people. <laughs> like, he shits on his dude. Like, you, you, I taught you a little centipede, but the real centipede will kill you. I taught you a little toad, but the real toad, he will fuck you up. And basically just says numerous times how this guy has no chance at defeating any of them on his own. <laughs> Which I love because they zoom in on his face and he's like, ah, okay, I guess. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. He's just like, hey. Go to town and figure this out. So I really loved the setup. I really loved kind of the first act, even when he leaves and goes into the town and we have, you know, our two police officers and he's going through town. The sets are really good. The costume sets are great. I was going to mention that. Yeah, Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's great, but it just kind of like, by the way, that awesome Kung Fu that we just told you about, uh, I hope you weren't expecting it because you ain't going to get it for a long fucking time. So <laughs> you're not going to get it till the last 10 minutes of the that's, movie. That's what just kind of amped me up a little bit because I was like, man, that was a fucking solid opening. I love, I don't even know what toad style is. I never heard of toad style, but <laughs> I want more toad style. Like, you know, hey, see this guy gets stabbed. <laughs> yeah. I want to see a knife bend when you get him in the abdominals. <laughs> but we don't and that's that's kind of but everything else in the film is is shot really really well so we have two cops walking through the market one cop stops grabs a pear and just starts fucking gnawing on it and the other cop is like hey man we're not allowed to take gifts from vendors we can't we can't do this we're police the cop tosses tosses a coin into the thing and basically says, "Hey, next time I come through, uh, toss me a pair, but don't let my don't let my partner see. <laughs> he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> he's a real he's a Johnny real, Lawmaker. He's a real guy. Johnny Lawmaker <laughs> asshole. Um, <laughs> which is cool. Like these guys, like they're all they're all in great shape. They're all like." good-looking guys like you know camera friendly they look they look like actors they all have that camera charisma they do they all have really really good charisma yeah i like this these are all basically unknown guys that they brought up like you said from the peking opera really good shape really good athletics these guys really know what they're doing and they work together really well i think i just wish there was more fighting and more more jumping around and more action that's all this really goes into like you said that police procedural like what's going on we have to find these guys blah 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 and I and I will admit that I do like that aspect of the movie because there's there's parts of it where you're watching and you're just like, oh my god, who's who? Like they set it up so they set it up very well so anybody could be any of these five these venoms, venoms, and they do a good job. And they juke you a couple of times. They give you a little button hook every once in a while. They'd be <laughs> just like, hey, you button hooked me. I didn't know. And and they do some trickery and such, but. It just kind of yeah. it kind of loses steam about 35, 40 minutes in. You're just kind of like, well, yeah, I want to yeah. see some assassinations. From, yeah, from from here, you're still kind of on the high of getting those introductions of the characters. Yeah. So now you're kind of waiting, like, okay, when's the next thing going to come up? And these cop guys are walking through, and like, I I really really like the costuming here. Like, it's well done, man. Everybody's lit up properly. The costumes are dope as hell. Like you said, I, I like this part 
but it slowly kind of loses steam for me. Yeah, and in this point, it the, the movie activates your mind because it's like, who are the five Venoms? So at the first part, you're most attentive. Like, your attention is just like, hey, I wonder if it's that guy. Ooh, I wonder if it's that guy. Yeah. Would would the guy that stole the pear? What animal eats pears? Hmm, is that a clue? Like, you know, you're <laughs> really... That, that's you're right. Really do centipedes eat pears? Is that a thing? Do centipedes eat pears? I'm not sure they do. James and the Giant Peach. Uh, is <laughs> that had a centipede the, in it. <laughs> that had the centipede. He he was gnarly. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's not bad. Like, there's essentially the part that we didn't discuss in the plot is... The guy that owned the school, like, these guys have been out doing criminal activities and such. So there is this huge pool of money that the five Venoms have, you know, amassed, amassed. over <laughs> the years. And the master's like, oh, and by the way, get that money and give it back to its rightful people and and all of that. And uh, essentially, we've got a little bit of a heist film. So not to not to yeah. belabor yeah, it but it just doesn't quite it doesn't quite give me a heist film it doesn't quite give me like a big martial arts film it's just a little bit soft but i really did enjoy myself but found myself wanting yeah and it's weird because i know this is and this again we we say this over and over this isn't our genre this isn't our wheelhouse but this is it's number 11 in in the uh, top 50 cult films of all time. And it's also in the top one, 1,001 movies you must see before you die lists. So, like, this is a legit classic of the martial arts genre and just of kind of movies in general. Yeah, and I I mean, I don't even mean to be disrespectful, but I don't see it myself from the standpoint that I think this had probably one of the dopest introductions that i've seen like i loved the fucking introduction i thought that was like like tits but it just kind of loses me because it goes on this long piece with 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 no kung fu so if it's like it's a classic kung fu movie it's like well where is the kung fu other than really the beginning and the end i think there's only four Mm. i think there's only four real fight scenes in the film there's very little in the film. Yeah, there's not a lot for for a quote-unquote kung fu movie. But a lot of the time I'll I'll kind of tack that up to me. Like when somebody plays a really good jazz piece for me. Yeah. And I know it's a really good jazz piece because it's a classic of the genre and I'm like this is this sounds like assholes in a can to yeah. me like I can't and it's me. I know it's me. It's my problem that I can't get it because I'm too fucking yes. dumb at at music. And I think that's probably what's going on here is that I just don't have the appreciation of the genre of Hong Kong, of the Shaw brothers and of um, Chang Che and his body of work to appreciate it the way that a lot of people do. Yeah. And I'll I'll chalk it up to that. And I will I will do the same. It's just, you know, when Dennis Leary is talking about getting a whiskey and the guy's like, well, this is a hundred and fifty year old sipping whiskey that oh yeah watch this clank give me another one clank. um yeah. like like it's there's a certain there's a certain amount of subjectivity to it so yeah i i wouldn't say that that this is a bad movie nor would i say that if you like it that you have bad taste um no i think no, there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of really uh good stuff in this um yeah. And again, that that first act is really solid. Like when the uh the guy who is the snake is standing there and he looks and there's a 
well, it's a rubber centipede. There's a centipede on his carpet. <laughs> and yeah. then <laughs> that's clearly not moving. And then the actual centipede comes, you know, busting through the window. I thought that was fucking great. Dressed in red great. like a fucking yeah. Kool-Aid, man. Dressed, yeah. in, dressed <laughs> yeah. in red. Like, it's really good. The cinematography is really good. I just, maybe I'll do a rewatch on it. Because I, I was, when they say this is like the classic kung fu film, like, it's going to blow your mind. I was looking for a lot more fighting. I, I really was, and that's maybe that's yeah. on me too. Like you know, me going in with the expectations that there was going to be really, really a lot of kung fu fighting. But even in that genre, what are your thoughts on this old kung fu choreography style? Well, again, it's not my jam. Like the choreography yeah. of it, I find it more like dancing than fighting because it's very choreographed. Guys aren't looking; they're tat 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 tat. You know, doing their choreographed hits, and it's impressive as a choreographed fight scene. Mm. But, again, it's not my thing because I like it when guys just get smashed out of nowhere and, and the fights seem spontaneous. Yeah. And that's that's much more of an 80s, 90s, 2000s, present day kind of a... Like, next week. Next week we're doing Rush Hour. Yeah. Rush Hour, even though Jackie Chan comes from this Hong Kong Peking opera upbringing... His choreography, and someone we also talk about all the time, Sammo Hung, even though they're from the same background and genealogy as these people, their choreography feels much more spontaneous and violent. Yeah. And it's much more in my wheelhouse than, than this older style is, right? Yeah, I think with a lot of the older... I don't even... shouldn't even say older, but this, this style where they're doing the kung fu... Um, there's almost like a strike block and pose and pause. Yes. Like there's a cadence. So it's like strike. And it's like they want to hold that pose so you can see them in that position. And then they yeah. do another one. Boom. And then another one. Boom. So their arms and feet are moving in unison. They're blocking. They're pausing. There's a there's a really good like Foley sound effect. And it's just it's uh, the, the cadence is very steady. You know, it's just like boom, 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 yeah. boom. So again, it's it's subjective. It's it's not the stuff I like. You know, when we're when we're watching the raid and you know, Buddy gets his neck through a door, <laughs> like that's the <laughs> shit. I'm like, holy fucking shit! I fucking love that. <laughs> um, and again, that's the subjective. That, that's that's what I like, and that doesn't yeah. mean that what I like is right. <laughs> you know, it's just no, it's just exactly. Yeah, I'm the exact same way. I like that that devastating. Like you can tell. Like, when these guys hit to the body and a guy drops off and falls to the ground, and you know what? I, I have to also point this out. Bruce Lee films do the same shit, right? Mm. Like, Bruce Lee films, he punches one guy in the chest and the guy fucking flies back and that's the end of him. But I find the choreography in his movies better and more fluid, whereas... Like, can you imagine if John Wick came downstairs in his house in the dark and his house was getting infiltrated, and all of a sudden you just yeah. pat, 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 pat. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah, just yeah. saw him in the hallway doing this little tat, 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 kind of yeah. move back and forth with this choreograph. You'd be like, what in the fuck is going on? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I, I, I much prefer that more modern style. So let, let's, uh, let's, let's give this a few, let's give this a few um, things that I think it did really, really well. Um, yeah. When Scorpion and Snake show up at the old man's house, because the old man yes. has got the, the, the treasure, and they start beating the asses of the old man's students. Balking dudes up, yeah. They are uh, cutting back and forth to the training. So when 
when the centipede is kicking the shit out of a guy, it cuts back to those really awesome scenes of the centipede training. And then when the snake is shooting his uh, fingertip strikes, like a snake bite, like a little double finger. Yeah, like a nukate in Japanese. I don't know what it is in Chinese, but he's putting those out. And then they're cutting back to him training as the snake where he's breaking those clay pots filled with water with his fingertips. I thought that was amazing. Like, I'm still 100% in this movie at this point. This is this has still got yep. my full attention and I thought it was I thought it was great. They're fucking dudes up. They trash the whole place. The old man doesn't doesn't say shit and they're like, "Well, we just beat <laughs> we, we we beat the asset of everybody here and nobody gave up nothing. Let's get the fuck out of here." And they run off and the old man in his last breath basically grabs this big thick ass red candle and then falls to his death and then later we find that the map to the treasure was inside that candle inside the uh, candle yeah yeah our our two guys scorpion and snake are now are are, are no closer to the treasure after some serious murder (laughs) so it's uh i really like when centipede goes into the old man just before they leave and they just show him standing and he's just kicking this old man like the old man's sitting yeah. down and he's just bah, 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 he's just kicking this fucking dude and then he strikes him in the top of the head like he's just beating this dude and then they leave and that one student is outside and kind of sees them leaving and he's kind of creeping around but then snake and scorpion leave and they go back to their little house here and snake looks at scorpion and goes you hit him too hard <laughs> He's yeah. so fucking yeah. mad that this centipede dude beat the shit out of the old man too much. You hit him to death. <laughs> and that concludes part one of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part two, and then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday for three, four, and the exciting conclusion, part five. If you would like to get the full podcasts again, go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast to become a patron for as low as $5 a month. You can get all of our full podcasts on Sunday night before everybody else. If you don't want to do that, you can go to offendedpodcast.com and you can buy some merchandise there. That'll give us a little bit of a help and it'll also give you something cool to rep the podcast that you know you love. You can also follow us on our social media. So go to Twitter at YHOTP, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can just search You Have Offended This Podcast. Leave us your film recommendations there. Anything you want to see, we are open to as long as it has kick and punching and some violence. So we'd love to hear from you. Please engage with us. Please leave us a review anywhere you download your podcast. That would be greatly appreciated. If you could, please also recommend us to your friends, family, loved ones, hated ones. We will take recommendations anywhere we can get them. Thanks once again for listening, and you have offended this podcast. We'll be back in your ears soon.